0: Welcome to the FedHeads, a weekly podcast from Grant Thornton Public Sector. Join the Fed Heads, Robert Shea and Francis Rose, each week to talk about the arcana of government management and the people who are working hard every day to improve it. Welcome
1: to a brand new episode and a brand new season of FedHeads, and we're in a brand new
0: place. Wait a minute. We're going to do this another year? <laughs> it was your idea. Okay. Are you still having fun? I love it. Awesome. I look forward to it. That's great. I really do. And, And this is the inaugural recording in the new studio. Yeah, it's really terrific. So
1: just a little bit of inside baseball here. For the last two years, we've kind of done this podcast on an ad hoc basis where we have this equipment that I use. It's kind of my radio type equipment. And we set it up, and then we tear it down at the end of the recording every time. And so now we're in a room that you and your team at Grant Thornton have designated is going to be the Fed Heads Podcast Studio, and it's the greatest
0: thing. It's very fancy, isn't it? It's a nice room.
1: No, it doesn't <laughs> have to be fancy. Now, you have you have been asking me many, is this okay? Is this fine? Is there anything wrong with this? Is this? It's great. It does what we need it to do. That's right. And we don't have to tear it down and put it back together every single and time. And it's ours. It's ours. We own it, and our heads are on the wall. That's so it. I posted the heads on Instagram.
0: A little menacing.
1: Yeah. My Instagram handle, in case anybody cares, is at dc. And I posted a picture there of these two heads that, as I mentioned when I first saw them, we never have to worry about rodent control in this <laughs> room. The rats will never come in here because they'll be terrified.
0: It is, it is a little frightening. Of the enormous it, it, heads. No question. It's. A I little mean, they are
1: fed heads. There's no question about no it. No question about it. They're fed heads it's really pretty amazing
0: it's not only a new year for the podcast but it's a new year for the government yes thank god too we we ended the year with a flurry of successful initiatives the national defense authorization act the full year appropriation family leave for feds the great act there was just a lot of activity and it goes against the presumption, I think, the conventional wisdom that you can't get a lot done in divided government. But I think, I think that uh, proved us wrong, and I think this year is probably going to be a surprisingly productive one as well. So you think about what
1: was going on in Washington in December, too. The House was working on articles of impeachment against the President of the United States, and all of the stuff with Ukraine, um, the stuff with Iran was just starting to ramp up. And really, since we came back in January, it's accelerated. But all And of that, Harry and Megan. Oh, that's very important, yeah. <laughs> moving to Malibu. Everybody says they're not, and I think they're moving to Malibu. I mean, because wouldn't you, if you had the choice? If you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live? You, uh, probably Texas. I don't even that, know that how to respond you to that. Up. Yeah, I I don't even know if, how to respond you know, you to that.
0: You might give your some serious thought to thanking your lucky stars when you're in Texas.
1: I'll keep that in mind. Um, Back to the topic at hand, because we got distracted by the Harry and Meghan comment. (laughs) I just wanted to be out there how we went down the rat hole. A lot of stuff happening that you would think, if all of this were happening, could things be accomplished? And I think most people would think the answer is no. And yet, as you listed, there are a whole lot of things that happened that are very important to people that are working in government.
0: Right. We made some um, improvements in grants, transparency, and uh, the requirements we impose on federal, state, local, not-for-profits who get federal grants. Um, we got a budget. That's perhaps one of the most important things. Uh, if you go back a full year ago, we were in shutdown, and uh, now we don't have that uh, hanging over our heads. For well, till October. Years. That's right. That's right.
1: Then we get to do it all over again. Hopefully we don't have to. Um, because things will happen between now and then. What are the things that you will watch for to see whether all the involved stakeholders there can maintain and maybe accelerate that momentum in 2020?
0: Well, the budgets will be produced here in a couple of weeks, early February.
1: Now, the administration said February 10th. What do you think the odds are that the they're actually ready February 10th.
0: I think if they said February 10th, they're likely to meet that date. Okay. There's a lot that needs to be done between now and then. You're the first person that said, yeah, I think they can hit that. The um, uh, It will be the first time in years that they've come close to meeting the statutory deadline for submitting the budget. But there's going to be a lot of rich materials, not only in individual agency budgets and the administration's budgets, but also, of course, management initiatives. What's going to be requested? What what kind of investments are we going to see in improving the workforce, improving the procurement process, improving financial management, and the like? What do you think are the things that people should pay attention
1: to now that they don't have to pay attention to shutdown stuff? Because I went back and listened to a couple of the podcasts from the beginning of last year, especially the ones where it was just you and I talking about what was going on in the world. That's what you did over the holidays? Well, it's a long story. And that was the theme that we were on, with CR after CR after CR and shut down for 36 days or whatever it was. Dealing with all of that was the main focus of these kinds of conversations. Now we don't have to have that conversation, hallelujah, but so is it just, well, put your nose to the grindstone and do your job, or is there more to it than
0: that? Well, you've got impeachment. Um, so the Senate's locked down, and will consider and dispose of impeachment, I think, in pretty short order. So that'll be a brief distraction. You've got a little thing called a presidential election going on. Oh, I've heard of that. Primaries will start popping up, and reactions to those will distract us.
1: And as your kids, shout out your kids. Uh, Haley, Hannah, and Mimi. And probably, as they say, not only will they start popping up, but they'll start popping. Popping. Yeah, is that that what they said. Apparently a term the kids use.
0: Okay, boomer. <laughs> I can't believe I was able to use that in context on the podcast. <laughs> on me of all people. <laughs> boomer to boomer. Well, okay. Yeah. I don't think I qualify technically. I don't either. I don't know what it means, but it's been used against me in effective manners. Really? Yeah, yeah, Mimi said okay, boomer. And you just I sent her a just text. Ate it. I I sent Mimi an article about, you know, kids needing to get outside and exercise. Uh-huh. And, this generation really just being lethargic you know, and yeah. on their on their devices. Were you things. shaking your fist at your she texted, phone as you sent it to yeah, her? She texted me, "Okay, boomer." Wow. Yeah. Right. That's not harsh. very respectful. No, it's not respectful make at all. Her, make her call me, Commissioner, from now on. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> I think you only have slightly
1: more success with your kids than you do with me. <laughs> I mean, you can talk the guests into
0: doing it, but. Anyway, so what are you looking forward to? What are are you hearing? What are you hearing that's going to go on in, in our arena? I think the most important
1: thing is to see how well the administration is able to stick with the priorities that it's laid in place, given the fact that a lot of the career folks are kind of in the mode of, well, it's an election year and these folks might not be back, so maybe I can slow roll this stuff. Not intentionally, yep.
0: but just like, well, maybe we don't have to work at this as hard because it's not going to be a priority in six months or a year or whatever. I spend most of my time working with career officials in the government, and from the looks of it, they're running, they are They want to run through the tape. Okay, good. You've said this, and I agree, that the framework of the president's management agenda is a really good one. I like it. It hits on all the right uh-huh. major management challenges facing the government. And so- I think it's time to double down so that the next administration can pick up the progress that's been made. That's another thing you'll see. A lot of initiatives underway to uh, talk about a potential presidential transition. There's going to be a transition whether the current president is elected or a new president is elected. So trying to ensure continuity that – sound initiatives focused on real improvement continue from this administration to the next one, whoever the president is.
1: And I want to be clear, I say that it's good not because I know anything about government and whether that I have any qualifications about judging whether something's good or not. I say that it's good because so many people from all political persuasions have said to me, this is a good document, and then gone on to lay out the reasons why and those reasons why whether they came from republican administrations or democratic administrations or whether they were uh civil service employees who didn't have a political affiliation or designation when they were in government all lay out the same like six or eight reasons why the president's management agenda as it exists today is really good so i I just want to make sure people understand i'm not saying it because i know anything
0: I, I think you're being a little defensive. I think you're one of the most knowledgeable people I know, and that's why I have you on the podcast, and I've made a big mistake. We need to talk about that. All right. Well, on that note, have a Happy New Year, my friend. <laughs> happy New Year. I'm looking forward to another great year of Fet Heads. Season three. It's, it's really
1: amazing. When you first suggested that we did this, I figured it would be like five episodes, and then you'd get sick of me, and that'd be the end of it. Uh, yeah. I Cool. And I wouldn't. I didn't think anybody would ever listen. And I, now I find out people listen all the time.
0: I can't count as, as many episodes as we've recorded. I and mean, we're in the 90s, I think, but I've lost track. And uh, it's good to have you uh, in the saddle, my friend. Oh, it's yeah. always fun to do it. Thanks for listening to The Fed Heads, brought to you by Grant Thornton Public Sector. All of the resources talked about during the episode are available in the episode description. We'd love to hear from you. Connect with us on Twitter at GT Public Sector to join the conversation. And don't forget to leave us a comment or review on iTunes or the Google Play Store.